Hello, everyone. Welcome to ServiceNow's IT Experience Podcast. I am Usman Sindhu with ServiceNow. In this podcast, we bring to you a wide variety of topics concerning IT organization, technology, and leadership. Today, we're going to talk about intelligent IT ops, what it means to have data versus being intelligent. I have two guests today. Both of them come from our Loom systems acquisition that ServiceNow closed earlier this year. Gab Meckenham and Jordan were the Loom founders. And we have them today to share their journey and talk a little bit about their philosophy about intelligence, which is a foundation for Loom. Welcome, guys. Thank Hi, you Usman. for having Thank us. You. Thanks for being here. And I know Dror is stuck in Tel Aviv. Dror, tell us how it's <laughs> working out for you. <laughs> Thanks for that. Uh, um, it's pretty hectic here, but uh, you know, you can't really complain nowadays. Um, and uh, anyway, thanks for inviting me, inviting us and really excited to be here today. All right. So, Gab, tell us a little bit about how Loom got started. Our listeners would love to hear about the journey and, and the, the starting of Old Pain. Sure. Um, well, we started in Israel, uh, to, to keep uh, with, with the la- latest remark. And uh, the, the reality is that we've been friends for many years, we actually have a, th- a third founder as well. Uh, his name is Ronnie Lehman. He joined the company as well. Um, and we were friends for many years, worked at different startups. And at some point, we met together uh, just being friends and, and talked about how hard it is for us, you know, having such good engineers that work all the time and everyone is so talented, but still you fight a lot to keep your services up and to uh, provide good service to your customers. And through that conversation, we actually got to this notion of why is it so hard to find software that would mimic the way people act when they're being intelligent and, and looking for these outages? And can we make this something that would happen out of the box and automate this behavior? So that's the, that's the gist of how we got started. I remember Dror being so excited about this and, uh, and sitting you know, the whole night, he came back uh, the day after. Um, we worked at the same startup then and, and came back with like a, a notebook half full with ideas of how this would work. And that was uh, basically how we got started. That's so cool. And you know, I always love to hear about these startup stories. There's so much... Uh, so much uh, enthusiasm in all of this. Dror, would you like to add anything? Yeah, you know, I, 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 uh, back in the days, we, one, one of these nights we were sitting in a coffee shop, I think. We, we throw some ideas of how can we leverage um, our unique expertise, uh, which was in uh, big data and uh, uh, analytics. And I think we had this dilemma whether or not we want to uh, go with uh, security or IT. And I think, looking back, I think we chose IT because it's one of these um, domains where um, data complexity and, and, and lack of resources um, are, the, are the shaping forces, if you will, that create that demand for those effective solutions. And effectiveness 
and create effective solutions is what exactly what we do and i and i think it was a a, a good choice for us so that's another thing to add that's great so let's stay on that your last thought about complexity and i know you guys all uh, kind of cherish the complexity and all this aspect of making sense of it and making making things more intelligent so Dor, let's stay with you and talk a little bit about intelligence, what it means uh, to you guys and to Loom, and um, tell us a little bit about this concept. To me, intelligence is, is about being um, effective and nimble. I think it's, 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 it's some, it is, we want to build something that won't require you to be data scientist, right? Uh, and we had, this, we had this phrase back then, like it's a data scientist in a box, which is a huge difference, right? Because we ask ourselves, um, can we build a software um, that will run, or a robot, that will run an analysis for you and highlight everything that you should be aware of instead of you uh, analyze dashboards and come up with insights? So all of the market was flooded with dashboarding tools, and it was not good enough in our view, right? And we thought, can we build that analyst in a box or data scientist in a box? And that's for us intelligence. It's, it's a software that turns information into information you cannot ignore. And that's exactly why we also call our solution uh, 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 Sophie, because Sophie uh, comes from uh, Sophia, which is uh, uh, wisdom in, in Greek. So it's the layer, it's that brain that captures raw data and coming up with insights without having you to be a data scientist that uh, what we call intelligence. And it was, it was nice to see it because in the first year or two, when we pitched our solution to customers, not everyone understood us. It was something that only advanced uh, organizations or people that are familiar with the term intelligence or what should they expect of that really uh, figured out what we're trying to tell them. If they always ask us, what about dashboards? Can you show us the dashboard? Uh, but then later, you saw other products in the market starting to uh, build that same approach into analyzing data and coming up with meaningful recommendations without having you to uh, to to analyze the data. So we were quite unique in that market back then, and we're still pushing really hard the limits of intelligence uh, and making sure that we're not adding more functionality or more buttons if we're not uh, if we if we if we're not uh, if we, it's absolutely not a must, right? Uh, it's, it has to be really simple has to be really a robot that does that for you. So I hope I answer your question, but that's intelligence for me. Yeah, what I love about this whole concept and you encapsulated in Sophie is it's just easier to convey. And, um, you know, and, and I have seen you pitch and seeing customers react to that to some extent. It's just, it's so easier to, to understand. And, and I know every company out there have different level of maturity, but when you explain it in a very, simple way, uh, it just gets more attention. So that, that's uh, very profound. Gab, do you want to add anything to it? I think the concept that appeals to me is, and, and what we did early on, is understand that although everyone is infatuated with this data idea and having more data means that you can do more things, the thing that, that stands at the, at the base of success of organizations is taking action. So really being able to convey that or, or, or use that data to the benefit of taking more action or better action was what we were trying to do early on 
And, and now we're seeing this trend really getting into every part of data science. But our idea from the get-go was let's build a solution that lacks the, the burden and the friction with creating a lot of configuration or having to deal with the data analysis itself. And in that concept of analyst in a box uh, or data scientist in a box, it, it was really to say, when you gather all this data, it's not about the data, it's about what you get out of it and the actions that you take. And so we were able to intelligently connect between what action you're going to take or an automation and what we find in your data automatically. These are the, the merits of what a solution in the AI ops space need to look like today because the, the way people actually buy it is come solve a problem for me. People are looking for the benefit and the outcomes and not just the technology. And that's what is so special and what brought this uh, passion to our life, like you mentioned, that made us uh, you know, take action and, and start that company. That's a cult. Now, let's pivot this whole concept towards what we are going through in the current environment. Uh, today, companies are being tested on, on so many different fronts. And as you, know, uh, you guys pointed out, it's all about being nimble and do things with speed. So it's either keeping the remote workers uh, productive or running critical services smoothly. How does the intelligence play a role in all this? Gab, you want to take a shot at it? Yeah, I think if you, if you look at what, what you're really looking for is every, every organization we, we work with or that, that comes to us really comes with a set of problems that they're aware of. And everyone feels so special, but really the, the, the way that these problems manifest is always some sort of a service degradation or an outage or something that uh, um, makes them feel embarrassed in front of their customers. So the way they are actually presenting the problem is we need this kind of technology, but what they're really saying to us is, I have this specific uh, problem in my organization, how can you help me? And the way that we decided to, to solve this problem is to put in front of them uh, a set of capabilities that really um, understand their business from their data in an automated way. And, and when we looked into what data sources are best conveying that message, we found that logs are a data source that everyone keeps for whatever reason, sometimes security, sometimes compliance. But for uh, the other use cases of taking business data out of IT, uh, there's not a real good way to do that. And when we looked at that data, almost as an afterthought, um, we, we found that this data can be used in a very uh, intelligent way to, to solve these problems. And so from there, the connection is, can you make your data work for you and find the problems before, actually predict the problems and run an automation to stay nimble so that you don't have to put more people on these problems and you can uh, get away with uh, you know staying uh, lean and work on your actual business whereas your services are being monitored by an intelligent system that uh, replaces the human factor of needing to define a lot of thresholds and configurations to 
get the same thing done. Um, Joe, you want to add anything to it? What, what you're hearing from your customers? I think when you think about the future, it's uh, all these data lakes that have been building for years will explode, right? So it's not about processing power anymore. It's about um, distilling insights in an automated fashion. And, and that's what Gabby is talking about, you know? So either you're going to have an army of data scientists and that's very hard to find, very expensive, or you're going to use, you have to use intelligent systems like ServiceNow Loom. And I don't see any other option um, when looking to the future. That's it. I actually get you guys back here again uh, in another episode. But as we wrap up, for many of our listeners who are looking for some prescriptive guidance around uh, you know, using their data, they have too much data, too much complexity, they know where to start. So how can they start utilizing these concepts of intelligence and prediction um, to get starting to resolve the issues much faster? Dror, you want to take a first stab at it? So I think um, the first thing you need to do is um, get yourself familiar with, with all the recent developments in, with, uh, uh, with regards to machine learning and uh, AI ops. Um, and, you, and the next thing is about organizing your thoughts and get your, get your strategy together around data and how, what type of data sources do you have and what are the business objectives and how to connect those two together? Because I think it sounds trivial, but in reality, it's much more complicated. Uh, we want to make sure that when we talk, you know what you're trying to achieve in terms of outcomes, but you also understand what type of data sources should be ingested as part of that uh, process. And once you do that, prepare a list of questions and reach out to us and we'll take it from there. I mean, we've been working with different companies, different sizes. And once we understand what is the objective, we have uh, playbooks in place to take you by the hand and show you how to achieve those outcomes in a timely manner. Great, uh, Gab, do you wanna add anything? I think, uh, you know, since the acquisition happened and now we're part of ServiceNow, where I find ServiceNow is, is so appealing and, and you see the stock market uh, kinda um, amplify that, uh, ServiceNow doing so, so well. The, the idea of the workflow being the workflow engine is, is really the forefront of, of this, if you ask me. You need to decide what kind of workflow do you want to have in your organization? What's going to improve your business by thinking of the workflow? What, do, what are you automating? And then go back and, and do what George just described as what, what data source helps you achieve that goal. And, and then when you want to connect between the two processes, there's only one vendor that, that really is, is at the forefront of this science and, and has the technology, which is a product and not a project, to, to get that done, which is ServiceNow. Great. Um, so just to recap here, product, not project, and the workflow is the key. So, folks, um, this is a wrap for today's uh, podcast. Thank you, Gab and Dror, for being my guests today. We'll continue to follow your work and hopefully get you back here again. And for all the listeners, thanks for tuning in. If you have any interesting idea, topics, and speakers for this podcast, reach out to me on LinkedIn or usman.sindhu at servicenow.com. That is all for today. Bye for now. <laughs>